by the way. How many have met DJ already? Yes, most of you. Good. How many have uh, watched the um, the uh, Donald Trump's Apprentice? How many have ever seen that show? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, you know Donald Trump how he has a right hand man, George Ross, the older gentleman. So he's my George Ross. Okay, so one of applause. Not as old. Not as old. <laughs> and more good looking. Okay, so uh, with DJ, he's my advisor. We talk on almost on the phone almost on a daily basis. So uh, I don't listen to a lot of people. He doesn't listen to me half the time. So yes, yes. It's true. It's true. I don't listen to a lot of people. So out of the, the entire world, I think besides my wife, Jenny, I think DJ is the one that understands me the most. And coming from me, that's a big compliment. Seriously, that's a big compliment. So he's someone that I trust, my trusted advisor. So one of the things we are going to talk about, from last time I said we're going to have a curriculum, yes? yes? Something we build on every time. So let me walk you through what we're going to cover in this group. This is the framework, this is the blueprint. What is it? Blueprint. I don't care what business you're in. I don't care what business you're in. If your business is not getting the results you want, one of these areas needs work. It's very, very simple. Very, very simple. So let me walk you through it. Sound good? Okay. So there are basically seven steps to, to building any business. I don't care if it's online, offline, it falls into one of these categories. So the very first step is what I call attraction. What is it? Attraction. It means client attraction. Client attraction. So DJ, you want to elaborate. What is client attraction? What does it mean? Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people get stuck on client attraction. And the first thing when you work on client attraction is a big part of your business. And you got to be constantly working and focusing on coming up with new and different ways on how to attract clients, how to streamline that. So, you know, I was speaking to someone tonight and they were, you know, saying about how they're getting clients, you know, one at a time. You know, my first question is, okay, if you're getting them at one at a time, how do you get them at five? How do you get them at ten? How do you get them a hundred at a time? What are you doing to attract them to you quicker? Because we all know that, yes, as entrepreneurs, we only have so much time in a day and we can use, you know, shoe leather or sweat equity if you want to call it. We can go get clients one at a time. But what are you doing to have clients actually come to you, to attract them to come to you and then start moving up the ladder from just not just one client, but five, ten or more? Mm -hmm. So what is marketing? Write this down. Marketing is everything and anything that you do to attract and keep a client. Okay? Marketing is anything and everything that you do to attract and keep a client. It's very simple. And the purpose of marketing, marketing only has one purpose. How many have heard of this, well, I just want to get my name out there? How many have heard of that before? No, you don't want to get your name out there, okay? Your marketing, you want to get people in the door. Because you can't go to the bank and say, you know what, can I deposit some, some brand awareness? You can't go to the bank and say, I'm, 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 I'm well known. People like my product. They just haven't bought it, but they like my product. You can't do that, yes? So attraction, that's what I mean. Client attraction, not chasing client, but attracting clients. So that's the very first step. Any business, when you launch the marketing, the sales aspect, how do you make that first sale? How do you make that first sale? So once you master that, you then move on to the next step, which is retention. What is it? Retention. retention. Now what is retention? Well, I mean, from Dan's perspective, retention is any process or anything that you're doing actually to retain that client and start building a relationship with that client. So, you know, we have an old saying that, you know, a lot of business owners, they actually go out to, they get a client to make a sale. 
What we say is to actually reverse that. What you want to do is make that first sale so that you can actually get a lifetime client. Okay, okay say that again, say that again. That's, okay. that's profound. So, if we think about it, what you really want to do is you want to make a sale so you can get a lifetime client. Now that means you're going to filter through some clients. Not every client's perfect for you, but if you go with that, most people are looking for transactional business. Just buy my product one time, move on. Mm. What we're saying is, is to reverse that. That first sale is the first step in building a long-term relationship with a quality client. That's what we want to do. That's what we do in these meetings that we set up here. It's not like we want someone just to come out to this meeting once or whatever. We're making that first connection with you, sale, whatever you want to call it, transaction. But what we're really looking for is the people that will filter through and become long-term clients with us. So if you change the mindset, we say in retention, is don't just look for the sale. It's a short-term business and, and you never can bring enough new clients that we call on the top of your funnel or into somewhere into your system. So really what you're trying to do is filter through and find clients that really can be long-term, life-term clients with you. So Dan and I have clients that we've dealt with, or I have at least, for more than 10 years. Dan's the same way. But we went into the mindset, not to sell this person one project or one assignment. We went into that relationship saying, okay, I want to be in relationship with this client for a long time. So mm -hmm. that's the mindset that we like to go when it comes to retention. So think about that. Every time you're doing, we've done some extra steps in this group to move forward with retention. Mm -hmm. They're built into the system. Mm -hmm. Got it? Okay, so, then, got it? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, step number three, optimization. Optimization, meaning how do you optimize, how do you maximize for the, each, the, the lifetime value of each client that comes through the door? In marketing terms, it means your, your back end. What other products and services can you offer to that client? How can you optimize that process to optimization? So you look at the first three steps for most new startup, new companies, that's what you need to work on. That's what you know. Attraction, retention, and optimization. Those three steps. So actually, as Dan said, most we would recommend most startup business. Eighty percent of your focus needs to be on those first three steps. Yes. You know, if you're not if you're not making enough money, you're not making enough sales or anything else. I mean, these are the three foundational steps that you need to focus on. Mm -hmm. You know, and once you become you know a little bit more of a mature business, then you can start shifting through the rest of the cycle. But I mean, a lot of people I've met, you know, they get one or two clients and they're really good at keeping that client, retaining that client, optimizing that client. But what happens after the seventh day in the month? They got nothing to do. They don't have any clients. So they're back at square one. Mm -hmm. So that what they're needing to be doing is focusing on getting more clients and taking them through those three, first three steps. So take two minutes, just discuss among the table about the first three steps and how that applies to you. Two minutes, go. So the first three steps, attraction, retention, optimizations, once you master those, once you have those down, then you move on to systemization. What is systemization? Meaning you, you put systems in place to create predictable and consistent results. That's all that means. That's what system means. So what happens if you try to systemize before you master attraction and retention? What happens? Why does it fall apart? You haven't built a relationship, okay. Why does it fall apart? No consistency. no consistency. But here's the challenge. You, if you haven't got those down, they're not fully maximized and optimized. You try to systemize it, you might be just systemizing the wrong thing. So now you keep the, doing the wrong thing on a consistent basis. <laughs> and then you get frustrated, yes? So you got to make sure, okay, we, we have a, a marketing funnel, we have a marketing campaign, we have a, a way of getting customers, and we're keeping those customers. 
We're optimizing those customers. We're developing relationships. We're getting referrals from them. Everything is working. Your revenue is coming in. Now you're thinking, okay, but now I'm quite busy. I'm like, I'm a little bit stressed out. I'm like, I kind of hit the glass ceiling. If you're in the service business, you kind of hit the glass ceiling. I can only work with so many clients, yes? Because you have so many hours in a day. Now you got to think in terms of, okay, how can I systemize this? How can I put some systems in place so that I don't have to always be there and do the work and still produce results? So that's step number four. Then once you systemize it, then you want to delegate. So fifth step is delegation. What is it? Delegation. delegation. How many of you had this experience? You're doing something, you're like, oh, okay, my God, I'm just exhausted. I don't want to do this anymore. I got to hire an assistant. I got to hire someone to help me out. Okay, and then you hire that person, and then three days later, you are more disappointed than ever. You're like, how come they don't care as much as I do? Yes? And, or, oh, here's a, here's a good one. If you want something done, you... There you go. <laughs> you want something done, you do it yourself. What happens before you systemize, before you have a system in place, you can teach to anybody, and you try to delegate it, then what happens? What happens? It falls apart. And whose fault is it? Because you haven't given them the system. You're relying on their experience or expertise or their personality. Well, that person sounds kind of good. It, it, she seems like she could do a good job, and I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted anyway. I'm just happy someone comes along and to take this off my plate. Yes? So, then delegation. So, delegation. I just want to say one of my secrets in delegation, which I learned you know, three or four years ago, is this, is that we all focus on delegation, on, on first delegating something in our business. And our business is complex. You know, so one thing I see people point. making mistakes is people want to delegate tasks when they don't have enough experience with their business already. That means, you know, they've had their process go through the first three steps, it's worked four or five times, and they want to delegate. You know, go to systemization, delegation. But first, you've got to have the experience because problems come up. And the person that has the most experience will understand how to fix and deal with those problems. That's what experience is about. So when you're trying to delegate something complex, I always somebody, why don't you first consider delegating some things in your personal life? Mm. So for example, how many people still cut their own lawn or have to cut their lawn in their room? Is there anybody that's still, okay? So the first thing is, do you, should you be cutting your lawn? I mean, you could pay someone 20 or $25 to cut your lawn, which is a lot more simple than having them do something part in your business. So you, what you're trying to do in delegation, as Dan said, is free up your time to do your high income earning things. So, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people need to look through just what they have personally. Like, so some people that have kids and everything else, they gotta be picked up and dropped off and everything else. Is there some way that you can arrange that? Because I talk to business owners, so I can't do a call at three o'clock because I gotta pick up my child that I have to take with to karate and I gotta take here and take here. Well, that's using uh, two hours of their afternoon running their kid around and really there's a little bit of quality time between the two minutes that you're driving your child from one event to the other but basically you're just sitting there watching them so can you do some sort of delegation or something around that aspect and you know so my big point or lesson to think about is when we talk about delegation we always think I gotta delegate something in my business there's a lot of things you can delegate personally a lot of people have you know meals delivered to them another look at what's taking up your time in your day and then just that personal stuff just delegate it somebody told me a long time that people that cut their lawns are the poor people I think I said that, no? Yeah. Sure. <laughs>
Uh, I'm going to take credit for it, whatever. <laughs> so you think in terms of earning your earning per hour, how much your time is worth, and is that the highest and best use of your time? Anything you do, you have to ask yourself, is that the highest and best use of my time? As an entrepreneur, your time is very valuable. Your time is what? Very valuable. You can't afford to do a lot of things. Not you can't afford to hire someone, you can't afford to delegate, is you can't afford to do a lot of these things on your own. If you talk to Jenny, you talk to my wife, uh, outside of business, DJ will know, outside of business, in personal life, I'm a complete idiot. <laughs> I am a complete idiot. I don't know how to cook, I don't know how to wash dishes, I can't even change a fucking light bulb. <laughs> Ask Jenny. No exaggeration. Just no exaggeration. Because I've been so focused on, on, on building my business, there are only a handful of things I'm good at. And everything that I'm not good at, I don't do. Because our life is so full with all this supposed to be obligations and what we're supposed to do, right? Just think in terms of, do you, here's a question I ask entrepreneur. Do you think you have a better chance of going to heaven after life if you spend your entire life doing things that you hate? Yes? yes? Just think about it. Just think about it. So uh, we have uh, delegation and then we have automation. Automation means you most of the time using technology. What is it? Technology, technology to automate some of the tasks, uh, some of the different things. And now with the internet, with a lot of software, there are a lot of different programs that could help you do that. So automation. And then last, then you have expansion. Now you've got a system, you're delegating, you've got a good team, you've automated a lot of the, we've, a lot of the process, and now you can expand. Most entrepreneurs, they try to expand before they have a system in place, bef before they have marketing in place, before they have a team in place. What happens? It collapses just as fast as they build them. And they don't even know why. I thought it's working, I thought that makes sense. Let's, let's expand, let's open up more locations, let's, let's sell more franchises, let's open up more things. Well, but you haven't got those pieces down. And I call that the expansion dilemma. What is it? Expansion dilemma. It happens all the time, all the time. Because entrepreneurs, we're ambitious, we're positive, we're like, okay, we can make that happen. Yes, I can get the people, no problem. But before they have all these systems, all these steps down, 